everyone. This is Myra with Holly Pulley's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga Podcast. And uh, Happy New Year to you. At Holly Pulley, we focus on the joyful journey of life. Perhaps you've heard me say, we're meant to feel well in life, joyous and free. Hmm. And we all seem to have this knowing inside of us. But at times, it feels unreachable. Our path is often blocked by clutter from the past. So I felt it was worth exploring and showing you how Ayurveda and yoga can support you to experience a more joyful journey. These vast sciences of Ayurveda and yoga give us tools to muster up the courage to leap freely into the unknown of life on a daily basis. Many people start the new year with all kinds of goals and resolutions that drift into the ethers by the end of January. So instead of that same old pattern, let's take a look at what a year of conscious undoing and doing might look like and how to build a solid foundation for living well. So often people get caught up in the doing of things, trying to fix problems, trying the next quickie or miracle cure, when their path forward could be much simpler by allowing the undoing and doing to have a flow. So what do I mean by undoing and doing? Well, we've been programmed to have repetitive thoughts and beliefs which dictate how we react in life. We can believe incorrectly that this programming is who we are. So our past reactions are having a small or a large effect on our present. It was only about 40 years ago that it became prevalent for people to talk about what was going on inside of themselves. I sure didn't grow up that way. But I'm really glad things have changed. And now many people are recognizing that early life experiences can affect our current perceptions and behavior. These impressions are unresolved memories of the past. We call them samskara in Sanskrit. It can be awakened in any of us at any time and become filters for our current life experience. Perhaps you've been in a situation where you feel six years old instead of your 33 years or your 56 years? Or do you hear yourself reacting as an angry, rebellious teenager to someone who has no real power over you? Or maybe you just realize these kinds of reactions are what's going on in your mind much of the time. You're not alone. If this kind of thing is a new realization, can become all-consuming and, and maybe even a bit paralyzing. The first step after awareness is accepting that it's an opportunity for us. The unraveling can sometimes feel overwhelming. I remember having a slew of judgments and fears come up when I became more aware of how I was reacting with anger and judgment to most everything in my life. And then when I got honest with myself, 
and could see the garbage going through my mind most of the time, there was a whole other level of discovery. It was definitely ego deflating and left me feeling really lost. And all of that self-judgment was draining my energy. Fortunately, someone said to me that being lost was a great place to be. Something like being in a hallway, walking toward a doorway at the other end, and that I just needed to keep going. And as I learned many things from yoga, well, that the practices that I was doing were actually bringing these things forward for me to clear up for myself. There was an undoing and a doing going on. But a next step for me at that point was to learn to practice ahimsa with myself. Ahimsa being nonviolence. So I could treat myself nonviolently and learn to treat myself with respect and even kindness. I'd never considered it and realized that I had been pretty horrific toward myself. Without the practices and guidance to carry you forward, it's easy to get caught up and stuck in the undoing process. We've had some clients recently say they can't take care of their bodies because they're working on healing past traumas and they don't have the time. Or we had students in our counselor training saying they can't go on because they're focused on healing their traumas and don't want to create more stress. Even though their training is important to them and they say it's tremendously beneficial. So sitting in fear and contraction that's caused by the mind has a significant effect on the body. And of course, when the body is in poor functioning condition, it has a negative effect on the mind. And it becomes a vicious cycle that really takes us out of life. It's important to recognize that we, we all have these past experiences to resolve for ourselves. There are lessons in life to guide us to the truth of who we are as eternal spirit. And this is where the practices of yoga come in. When the union of our body, mind, and spirit is recognized, just recognized, we see it's all part of the process of life. And at points, we may need to put extra time into the undoing. How we go about that can make all the difference in the course of our lives. Gentle tools from yoga, such as conscious breathing, pranayama practices, mudra, mantra, and meditation, they provide us with support so that we can do this gently without sitting in the misery of the past for extended periods. And we also have the intuitive energy practice that makes it easier to clear the charge off of subjects and memories from the past. And it doesn't need to be a lot of time. We don't have to do all of those practices. Starting very simple and being consistent is more valuable. So, for example, taking pause to breathe consciously for start with three breaths and work up to 12 at one time, and then smiling 
inwardly and outwardly. And this is something that can really shift your energy very quickly. And your body likes it too. So doing it daily, one, two, three times in a day, makes a big difference in how you feel. Or just two or three minutes of closing the eyes and being still each morning. Or doing it morning and evening, or just the evening. All of it's okay. That can begin the journey of getting to know the peace and the wisdom of our innermost self. In previous podcasts, I've talked about the mahagunas of sattva, rajas, and tamas. Uh, we'll be talking more about these aspects in the coming months and ways to experience more positivity. When our choices lead us to excess tamas, the vibration of darkness or victim-mindedness or resentment and negativity will prevail. There's no desire to allow the energy of the past to resolve. Hanging on, feeling right about it, and remaining in a victim role while laying on the sofa. That's the order of the day when tamas is prevailing. When there's excess rajas, or the aspect of activity, or overdoing, overanalyzing, we're likely to be doing two kinds of therapy, acupuncture, Ayurveda, and a functional medicine doctor all at once. You get the idea? So it's important to be willing to have a laugh at yourself through all of it. And that might not happen right away, but it does, it does come. Despite what we're told and we're sold, more of something is not usually better. And it can actually inhibit our ability to process the past and to bring that mental and physical healing that we might be seeking. Too much so focus on self and, and the problem slows the healing process. When we direct our focus toward making choices to cultivate the Mahaguna of Sattva, which is the balance, the harmony, the sweetness of life, positivity, and gentleness. Then we can have a broader perspective of ourselves and recognize that we all have challenges and no one is perfect, and we don't need to be. Life is full of ups and downs, and it's really only a matter of how we respond to them that determines our experience. This is the undoing and doing. It's a continual process of creation. We can see our opportunities and take responsibility for our role in our lives. We do this by we simplify things and have a sense of humor through all of it. Leaving the mental anchors behind, it, it gives us a much more satisfying life, one that can be filled with purpose and clarity creativity, and the energy to pursue our interests. This year, we'll be talking more specifically about the steps of the joyful journey of life and how and why to take them. And this way, you can be clearing the past wreckage and still keep moving forward in life, the doing along with the undoing, or better said, the learning along with the unlearning. With the foundation of Ayurveda and yoga and daily life, we build a strong sense of connection to the human experience and move toward our sense of our innermost self. 
we develop a greater awareness that the mind and body are not who we are, but are merely our fabulous tools for living. And discovering that bit of space between ourselves and our tools, it begins this experience that in yoga we call satchitananda, or the experience of truth and consciousness and bliss. Now, you might say, well, Myra, my mental health is not good. I have psychological problems. That's different. I also, my, different from my digestive health or my hormone health. But with the holistic approach, we realize that it's all connected. And each aspect is having an effect on every other aspect of life. It's a perspective that allows us to see clearly how what we're doing is giving us the results that we're experiencing. And this is one of the things that we work with in Ayurveda. An understanding of what brings balance in life. It restores our innate intelligence, our intuitive knowingness. Our own experience becomes the science that we can trust. And then we can each guide the course of our our own unique health and well-being. Now, it might seem a long way off. So instead of becoming fixed on some specific point to get to or thinking about trying yet another new thing, what if we see where can we go deeper and build a foundation for better living right here and now? A simple approach, accepting our starting point, and moving forward with gentleness. So here's some questions for you to consider. What are you undoing and doing today to move you forward in your life? What are you unlearning today so that you can have a fuller human experience? Be specific with yourself and see what happens. Let us know how it goes. Come join us in our Halepule Sangha, which is a private learning community of like-minded people growing a foundation of Ayurveda and yoga for better living. A link is in the description. Until next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halepule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.